Murphy's bedtime stories. Murphy's bedtime Okay, so this is a new season, season two. Welcome back to season two. Um, and this is, it's called You're a Bad Man, Mr. Gum. Winner of the Blue Peter and Red House Children's Book Award. <laughs> You're a bad man, Mr. Gum. It's not a British accent. By Andy Stanton. Illustrated by Davy Tazman. We hope you enjoy You're a Bad Man, Mr. Gum. Thank you. Chapter One. What can I say? Chapter One. The Garden of Mr. Gum. Mr. Gum was a fierce old man with a red beard and two bloodshot eyes that stared out at you like an octopus curled up in a bad cave. Great. He was a complete whore who hated children, animals, fun, and corn on the cob. What he liked was snoozing in bed all day. What? I love corn on the cob. Mr. Gum doesn't. What he liked was snoozing in bed all day, being lonely, and scowling at things. He slept and scowled and picked his nose and ate it. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the town folk of Lamonic Bibber avoided him, and the children were terrified of him. Their mothers, their mothers would say, "Go to bed when I tell you, or Mister Gum will come and shoot, shout at your toys, and leave, and leave slime on your books." That usually did the trick. Mister Gum lived in a great big house in the middle of town. Actually, it wasn't that great because he had turned it into a disgusting. The mothers would say, "Go to bed when I tell you. To, when I tell you to, or Mr. Gum will come and shout at your toys no, and leave like slime that. on your books." Okay, then what do they sound like? They sound like. Right, Clara. Okay, where's the thing? At the top. Go to bed when I tell you to, or Mr. Gum will come and shout at your toys and leave slime on your books. It's not like no, that I know that's not a British accent. That was a British accent. It's not like, it's not like mean moms, because their moms like their kids. Well, maybe they do like their kids, but maybe when they're yelling at Mr. Gum, or yelling at them to go to bed, maybe they're not Also, they don't sound old like that. Go to bed when I tell you to, or Mr. Gum will come and shout at your toys and leave slime on your books. Is that better? Yes. Mr. Gum lived in a great big house in the middle of town. Actually, it wasn't that great because he had turned it into a disgusting pigsty. The rooms were filled with junk and pizza boxes. Empty milk bottles lay around like wounded soldiers in a war against milk. And there were old newspapers from years and years ago with headlines like Vikings invade Britain and World's first newspaper invented today. Insects Sorry. Insects lived in the kitchen cupboards. Not just small insects, but great big ones with faces and names and jobs. Mr. Oh. Mr. Gum Mr. Gum's bedroom was absolutely grimsters. The wardrobe contained so much mold and old cheese that there was hardly any room for his moth eaten clothes. 
and the bed was never made. I don't mean that the duvet was never put back on the bed. I mean the bed had actually never been made. Mr. Gum hadn't gotten to the bother of assembling it. He just chucked all the bits of wood on the floor and dumped the mattress on top. There was broken glass in the windows, and the ancient carpet was the color of unhappiness and smelt like a toilet. Anyway, I could be here all day going on about Mr. Gum's house, but I think you've got the idea. Mr. Gum was an absolute laser who couldn't be bothered with niceness and tidying and brushing his teeth, or anyone else's teeth for that matter. But, that's a giant word but, and as you can see, it's a big but. He was ex always, ex but. no, it's a, the word but, and it's written bigly. He was always extremely careful to keep his garden tidy. In fact, Mr. Gum kept his garden so tidy that it was the prettiest, greeniest, floweriest, gardeniest garden in the whole of Lamonic Bibber. Here's how amazing it was. Are you guys ready? Think of a number between 1 and 10. Wait. Okay, think okay. of a Multiply that number by 5. Oh! Okay, so um, here's how amazing it was. Think of a number between 1 and 10. Yeah, 4. Multiply that number by 5. 20. Add on 350. Uh, 300 and... Um, seven, uh, what is it? 70? Yep. Take away 11. Uh, Wait, Daddy. But I don't want to do math. 359. Oh, Throw all those numbers away. Now think of an amazing garden. Daddy. Uh, Daddy. Yeah. Whatever number you started with, you should now be thinking of an amazing garden. And that's how amazing Mr. Gum's garden was. In spring, it was bursting with crocuses and daffodils. In summer, there were roses, sunflowers, and those little blue ones. What are they called again? You know, those blue ones, they look a bit like dinosaurs. Anyway, there were tons of them. Forget-me-nots. Forget-me-nots. In autumn, the leaves from the big oak tree covered the lawn. In autumn, the leaves from the big oak tree covered the lawn, turning it gold like a gigantic leafy robot. In winter, it was winter. No one in town could understand how Mr. Gum's garden could be so pretty, greeny, flowery, and gardeny when his house was such a filthy tip. Maybe he just likes gardening, said Jonathan Ripples, the biggest man in town. Perhaps he's trying to win a garden contest, said a little girl named Peter. I reckon he just likes, quite likes gardening, said Martin Laundriette, who ran the Laundriette. Do you guys know what a Laundriette is? No. It's a, um, uh, what do we call it here? In the states, uh, it's laundry. Like, uh, um, uh, where you laundromat. Going? Thank you, laundromat. Yeah. Wait, a laundromat. A laundromat, like a place where you go a do your laundry. laundry. Oh. His name is Martin Laundriette. Laundrette, and he ran the laundrette. Hey, that oh, that was my idea," said Jonathan Ripples. "No, it wasn't," said Martin Laundrette. "You can't prove it. In fact, they're all wrong. The real reason was this." Mr. Gum had to keep his garden tidy because otherwise an angry fairy 
would appear in his bathtub and start whacking him with the frying pan. You see, there's Rapunzel. always... What? Rapunzel. What? Oh, you see, there's always a simple explanation for things. Mr. Gum hated the fairy, but he couldn't work out how to get rid of it, so his only choice was to do the gardening, or it was pan wax. And so life went on in the peaceful town of Lamonic Bibber. Everyone gone on with their business, and Mr. Gum snoozed the days away in his dirty house and did lots of gardening he didn't want to do. And nothing much ever happened, and the sun went down over the mountains. And then it said, what is that, Clara? It says the end. But it's but it's crossed off. Sorry. Sorry, I nearly forgot. Something did happen once. That's what the story's about. I do apologize. All right, what was it? Um, oh, of course. How could I be so stupid? It was that massive whopper of a dog. How on earth could I forget about him? All right then. One day, a massive whopper of a dog. Actually, I think it, we'd better have a new chapter. Sorry about all this, everyone.